You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. In today's episode, we're going to look at some takeaways from Monday's action, uh, injury updates, and matchups and DFS value plays for Tuesday. Let's start with San Diego Padres shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. suffered a shoulder subluxation. Uh, which means that it's partially dislocated uh, and in Monday's action. And uh, we'll get more news Tuesday to find out exactly how serious this is. Uh, but initial indications are it would appear that a trip to the injured list is likely in order uh, to get Tatis uh, back into the lineup when he's fully healthy. Uh, I don't think swinging with a dislocated shoulder is a particularly uh, smart long-term play. Now, this is obviously a huge loss uh, for the Padres and for fantasy managers uh, that would have drafted Tetis very early. Uh, top five for sure this season. Top three. There were some cases where I know people were taking him first overall. Uh, very rare production um, at, uh, at his position. that You would get the kind of power and speed uh, and runs scored and RBIs. Uh, that, that are possible uh, from Fernando Tatis Jr. And so in the meantime... It appears that Haas Young Kim uh, will be the one who gets the reps at shortstop for the Padres. He struggled in Cactus League. He hit just 167. Uh, and he's two for nine uh, to start his major league career now. Uh, and, and maybe Jake Cronenworth goes to a second base while Kim uh, plays shortstop in, in this uh, time where the Padres are without Tatis. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see Kim get some, some real reps because he, he has some pop, at least he did in uh, Korea. He had 30 home runs last year at a 306 batting average and 921 OPS. Uh, but you know, the, the numbers from Korea don't exactly uh, translate one-to-one uh, to major league baseball. And so uh, we will see uh, whether or not he can, uh, uh, if he gets everyday uh, action for a few weeks while, while uh, Tatis Jr. Uh, recovers, you know, the, the Padres will be, uh, have a, a lot better idea uh, of what they have in Haas Young Kim uh, at the end of it. But uh, in the meantime, this is obviously a pretty big uh, loss, one of the top players in baseball uh, t- taking this kind of injury. So now, uh, what other injuries uh, have happened around the majors in the last day or so? Uh, we've got Arizona Diamondbacks' uh, Joakim Soria is going to the injured list with a calf injury. Uh, he's He's in the mix for saves there with the Diamondbacks. I don't know that anyone is, uh, you know, a lockdown closer. Uh, if I have to pick one of them, Stefan Crichton might be the the best option. Uh, but you know, there's a they're one of the teams that has sort of a a cast of characters who are being uh, put up there to get saves. Uh, should that opportunity arise, uh, the Dodgers, uh, Cody Bellinger. Uh, suffered a calf injury uh, on Monday. Probably not a long-term thing, just a, a collision at, at first base. Uh, but it could cost him a, a game or two, uh, depending on, on how he feels that coming out of that. Uh, and also, uh, Dodgers utility man Chris Taylor uh, is considered day-to-day after taking a pitch on the elbow. Uh, I think uh, x-rays were negative, so it's not going to be a, a long-term thing with Taylor, but... Uh, 
and, and if Bellinger misses time, maybe they're they're more likely to to press Taylor into the lineup. But uh, in in both cases, it looks like the Dodgers aren't going to be without them for too long. Uh, Miami outfielder and first baseman Garrett Cooper uh, has landed on the 10-day injured list due to COVID-19. Uh, that's too bad. Cooper's a, a pretty useful player who, who seems to be underutilized uh, a bit with uh, the Marlins, but uh, when he's getting playing time can be uh, fairly productive. Uh, Tampa Bay center fielder Kevin Kiermeyer uh, was taken out of the game due to quad tightness. Now that may be uh, a short-term thing, and Kiermeyer is kind of low-end fantasy value. He's much higher on real baseball value because of his uh, defensive play. Uh, but uh, if he's out of the lineup, that is also uh, a bit of a factor. So now let's take a look. Uh, some takeaways from Monday's games. We'll start with Minnesota uh, winning 16-5 at Detroit. Uh, Minnesota DH Nelson Cruz was 3-for-6, two home runs, five RBIs. Uh, so it appears Nelson Cruz is just going to keep hitting uh, bombs forever. Uh, and you know he's been the top home run hitter in baseball for like a decade uh, and doesn't show any signs of slowing up even as he's uh, into his 40s. Uh, now, of of some interest is that uh, Minnesota had Willens Astadio uh, play some second base. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't think that's, you know, generally their plan. I think uh, Arias ha- had, had to leave the game and maybe this was uh, necessity uh, is the mother of invention for the Twins here. Uh, but Astadio uh, did end up going three for four with a couple of doubles in the game. Uh, I think the the more interesting uh, part of this is whether or not he'll he'll actually get uh, some kind of playing time there because the Twins seem to be a little overcrowded at catcher uh, and they they might need to uh, have some of those guys uh, find other positions if they're going to actually get uh, enough at bats. Uh, now, uh, pitching uh, for Minnesota in that game is Matt Shoemaker, uh, who gave a, a solid accounting of himself against the Tigers, went six innings, uh, gave up three hits, no walks, one earned run, five strikeouts, uh, you can't ask for much more than that uh, of Matt Shoemaker. Uh, Baltimore uh, went in to play the Yankees and got hammered 7 uh, nothing. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton both homered for the Yankees. Uh, and uh, starting pitcher for the Yankees was Jordan Montgomery. who went six innings, gave up four hits, no walks, no runs, struck out seven. Uh, that's a, a nice performance from Montgomery. And, uh, you know, the fact that it's against Baltimore... You know, maybe doesn't it doesn't mean quite as much, but the Orioles also were off to a pretty decent start uh, this season. So uh, next game, Toronto won six two at uh, Texas. The, maybe the most interesting part of this is uh, the Toronto starting pitcher Stephen Matz, who had an ERA like nine point eight two uh, in two thousand twenty. He went six and a third innings, gave two hits, one walk, one earned run, struck out nine. Uh, this was a, a vintage Stephen Matz performance, and he he had some uh, good years with the Mets, uh, but. You know, I, I was in I was in one uh, auction uh, shortly before the season started, and late, late, late in the in the auction, somebody took Stephen Matz, and there was kind of a a gasp through the room because you know a guy who had a nine point eight two ERA uh, generally is not going to uh, command a lot of interest. But uh, if if you give Matz a little bit more a little bit more credit than just what he did in two thousand twenty. Uh, you could see that there was a path to him at least being a, a capable uh, pitcher. And, and honestly, given what Toronto has uh, in their rotation, they desperately need uh, more of that from Stephen Matz. Uh, Kansas City won 3 nothing at Cleveland. Uh, Whit Merrifield uh, was 2-for-3 with a home run, 3 RBIs to, uh, to lead the attack there for the Royals. Uh, their starting pitcher was Danny Duffy, who went 6 innings. He had 2 hits, 3 walks, no runs, struck out 5. Uh, that's a solid performance from Duffy. Uh, and then for Cleveland, maybe the most interesting part was that Tristan McKenzie uh, pitched in relief, uh, went three and two-thirds innings, 
uh, following up Logan Allen, uh, who would pitch five innings uh, to get the game started for for Cleveland. So, uh, you know, my expectation would be that uh, McKenzie's going to uh, have a turn in the rotation, uh, but I also understand that Cleveland's probably trying to uh, monitor his innings uh, this season, and, and maybe they're going to kind of be a little bit creative uh, in how they use him uh, in order to, uh, you know, extend his uh, window to, to how long he's going to be able to pitch this year. Uh, anyway, uh, Pittsburgh uh, lost 5-3 at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's Jose De Leon uh, went five innings, gave three hits, two walks, two and runs, struck out nine. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't racing to the waiver wire to grab Jose De Leon, but nine strikeouts in five innings, even against Pittsburgh, uh, will open your eyes a little bit. Uh, maybe keep an eye on him. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any kind of vehicle. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Now, continuing through Monday's games, uh, we have St. Louis winning 4-1 at Miami, and Trevor Rogers, who is a really popular uh, waiver pickup here in the, the first week of the season, uh, was starting for uh, Miami. He went four innings, gave up two hits, four walks, bit of a concern there, uh, two earned runs and struck out six. Uh, we know he can miss bats, and so six strikeouts in four innings is, is encouraging. Uh, the four walks in four innings, a little less uh, encouraging. So, uh, Trevor Rogers still, you know, a, a player of interest worth, uh, you know, having him on your roster, uh, but also kind of beware. Uh, you're, you're kind of walking a fine line uh, between uh, high strikeout and high walks, uh, whether you get the, the good version of Trevor Rogers or the maybe not so good version. Uh, New York Mets uh, blew a Jacob deGrom start and, and lost 5-3 at Philadelphia. deGrom went six innings, gave up three hits, two walks, no runs, struck out seven. Uh, but then uh, relievers Trevor May and Aaron Loop uh, came in and gave up five runs uh, in the eighth inning uh, to you know, cough that up and uh, leave the Mets disappointed once again. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, got destroyed 11-2 by Boston. Red Sox designated hitter J.D. Martinez was two for three, home run, three RBIs. He, he walked twice. Uh, Martinez is off to a really nice start this year, and given how poorly uh, he played in 2020, that's a pretty encouraging sign that he, he could be on his way back to being one of the uh, top uh, run-producing hitters in baseball. Uh, Red Sox shortstop Xander Bogarts was also 4-for-5 in that game. Uh, and starting pitcher uh, for them was Nick Pavetta, uh, who went five innings, gave up just two hits, but he also walked four, uh, no runs, and struck out four. And so, you know, Pavetta, if, if he can give the Red Sox a half-decent five innings, 
every five days through the through the rotation that would be huge uh, and so good good start on that front uh, we'll see how long uh, he can handle that uh, Milwaukee lost 5-3 at the Chicago Cubs a uh, bit of a surprise because I, I was happy to to pick players in DFS going against the Cubs and Trevor Williams uh, who was on the mound but Williams had a good start went six innings gave up just two hits two walks two earned runs and struck out six uh, against Milwaukee and so uh, credit to Trevor Williams. Uh, I also, uh, I'm not sure quite what to think of, uh, of him based on that one start because, uh, his 2020 is 2019, uh, were not great. Uh, Houston lost seven, six, uh, at the angels, Mike Trout, uh, two for three with a home run and two walks, uh, for the angels. Mike Mares gets the, uh, save, uh, and, you know, a close competitive game and, and, uh, interesting like Trout, uh, that's his first home run of the season, uh, but also getting on base uh, in four of five uh, plate appearances is uh, that's sort of vintage Mike Trout. A uh, couple more games. We've got Los Angeles uh, laying the smack down on Oakland, 10-3. Uh, Dustin May started for the uh, Dodgers, went six innings, gave up two hits, two walks, no runs, struck out eight. Uh, excellent performance, exactly what uh, the Dodgers would ask for. And then Oakland starting pitcher Frankie Montes. He went two and two thirds, gave up seven hits, three walks, seven earned runs, struck out four. Uh, that's exactly what Oakland didn't want uh, out of Frankie Montes. And as I said, uh, when going through the matchups yesterday, uh, I don't know that you can trust Montes. Uh, his results coming back from the PED suspension have not been good. Uh, and until until that turns, uh, I'm, I'm pretty wary uh, when he's on the mound. Uh, Chicago White Sox uh, went into Seattle and won 6 0. Uh, naturally, Yerman Mercedes continued to hit. He's 3 for 4, uh, off to a, an incredible start uh, for the White Sox at DH. Uh, White Sox catcher Yasmani Grandal was 2 for 4 with a home run, 3 RBIs. Now, remember yesterday I talked about Carlos Rodon uh, being uh, an interesting play, uh, bo- both in DFS and, and if you're uh, picking that game, uh, because Rodon had a really nice spring. Uh, and before getting injured, did seem like he was on his way to being a, at least an average uh, major league starter. Well, he had a, a really nice performance here. Uh, went five innings, gave up two hits, three walks, no runs, struck out nine. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm not ready to you know proclaim Carlos Rodon ace caliber, uh, but he, he could very easily uh, turn out to be a, a mid rotation caliber starter there for uh, the White Sox, and that would be uh, pretty sweet uh, given where he where he came from. Uh, and then. Uh, after Rodon pitched, uh, Michael Kopech uh, got in for the White Sox, went two innings, still throwing 100 miles an hour, uh, gave up one hit, one walk, struck out five. So five of his six outs came by via strikeout. Uh, and then the last game of the uh, night, we've got San Francisco winning 3-2 at San Diego. Obviously, the big news of the game was uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. getting injured, uh, but also San Francisco uh, right fielder Mike Yastrzemski, pinch hit uh, home run in the seventh, uh, was the difference in that game. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball are over, but the NBA and NHL are in full swing, and Major League Baseball is now here. Uh, bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device. Sign up today, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Fantasy Baseball Addicts, you now have a new resource to give you an advantage in your leagues, Locked On Fantasy Baseball. 
Daily Fantasy Baseball podcast, in which I'm going to use data and nearly two decades of fantasy baseball experience to offer strategies and waiver wire pickups that will lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore Fantasy MLB on Twitter. You want to fire off an email, send it to LockedOnFantasyBaseball at gmail.com. So let's take a look uh, at some of the matchups and DFS value plays for Tuesday. Uh, there are a couple matchups uh, that I find interesting, and one of them is the early one. Uh, Minnesota with J.A. Happ on the mound, minus 138 at Detroit, uh, and Casey Mize. And Mize, you know, obviously has great potential, uh, top prospect for the Tigers, uh, but he also struggled in 2020, uh, and I'm not kind of prepared to, uh, you know, side with him uh, in this matchup. And I think Hap is probably due for some regression off his season with the Yankees last year. He had a really good nine starts for them, uh, but I also think that the Minnesota lineup uh, should be substantially better than Detroit's. Certainly was on Monday. Uh, we'll see if it happens again on Tuesday. Also, New York Mets uh, with Marcus Stroman. Uh, on the mound, minus 119 at Philadelphia and Chase Anderson. Uh, again, this is a case where I don't necessarily trust Chase Anderson a whole lot. Uh, now, Stroman didn't pitch at all in 2020. Uh, but uh, prior to that, I think we, we have some reasonable uh, idea of, of what you're going to get out of Marcus Stroman. Uh, there are a couple of other, I guess, more compelling, interesting matchups uh, between top pitchers. Uh, we've got the White Sox uh, with Lucas Giolito on the mound uh, going into Seattle where James Paxton uh, is on the mound. And so... The White Sox are a favorite at minus 136. Uh, an interesting game. Uh, not sure I, I have a huge advantage in that. Uh, the Dodgers, uh, Clayton Kershaw is minus 160 at Oakland and Chris Bassett. Uh, now, Kershaw uh, struggled in his first start of the season. Uh, Bassett was is one of the prime regression candidates uh, for this year, coming uh, off a 2.29 ERA last season. Uh, and his first start uh, this season was okay. Uh, but uh, uh, still, you know, basically the to, to ace of the staff uh, going head-to-head. And then Houston with Zach Greinke uh, at the Angels with Dylan Bundy. Uh, And the Angels are slightly favored there, minus 113 uh, on betonline.ag. And, you know, that's a game where you've got uh, two quality starters, two quality lineups, should be an interesting game. Now let's shift over, uh, grab a handful of uh, potential DFS value plays uh, for Tuesday. We'll start with Texas catcher, Jose Trevino, just $3,000 uh, against Toronto. Uh, Tanner Roark on the, on the mound for Toronto. Uh, and, you know, Trevino's five for 13 to start the season. And no, I don't necessarily think he's going to hit in the 380s all year. Uh, but at $3,000, if he can give you anything, uh, that, that's not a bad return. And Tanner Roark is uh, not a bad guy to be going up against. Uh, but on the other side, we've got uh, Toronto first baseman Vlad Guerrero Jr., $4,400 uh, going against Texas. Dane Dunning is on the on the mound. I don't know whether the, they're expecting Dunning to go deep or whether this is going to be a, uh, a situation where Texas runs out a bunch of pitchers. Uh, but by the same token, I think Guerrero's off to a decent start uh, and has high expectations. And same goes for Toronto third baseman Kevin Biggio, who's $4,500 uh, at Texas in that game. Uh, and then uh, Colorado. Uh, second baseman Chris Owings or Garrett Hampson, uh, depending on who who's going to get the start. Uh, Owings is thirty three hundred dollars. Hampson thirty two hundred dollars uh, at home against Arizona and Luke Weaver. You know Weaver didn't pitch particularly well last season, uh, and you know either of those guys uh, for the Rockies at home at a decent price. Uh, there's a chance to get some value there. Uh, but then on the other side of that one, uh, Arizona outfielder Cattell Marte is $4,600 at Colorado. Now Herman Marquez is on the mound for the Rockies and he's uh, the staff ace. Uh, so it's not an easy matchup. But uh, Marte, uh, after a 
a tough 2020 season where, uh, you know, his, his star was rising in 2019 and uh, then it, it kind of dimmed uh, in 2020. Uh, he's back, or at least he appears to be early this season, hitting 563 with a 1674 OPS uh, through the first handful of days uh, of the 2021 season. So getting Cattell Marte, it's still a, a reasonable price. It, it may not last for long uh, if he continues to hit this way, but uh, in Colorado, it's, it's worth taking a look at that. So that will do it for today. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, more stats. And uh, as we're, we're starting to get uh, you know real games to analyze. I'm, I'm grateful. Uh, and so check out uh, Locked On Fantasy Hockey as well as we steam towards the NHL trade deadline. Find these podcasts. Subscribe. Drop in a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.